Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And the man who had the story first is Craig Mish, who has been a friend of this station for a long time. It's great to have him with us on 101 ESPN on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. You can hear Craig on the Swings and Mishes podcast. He also works for the Miami Herald, and he is their senior baseball contributor along with the contributor to MLB Network. Craig, it's always great to have you with us. Thanks for your time this morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Ray. Thanks for having me. Everything is great. Good. Hey, uh, you're going to love Skip Schumacher, the man, but I, I just want you to give your impressions early on, now that you've had a chance to study him, ever since the Marlins interviewed him, uh, what do you think of the background and how he fits with what Miami and Kim Ng are trying to accomplish? Yeah, it's interesting that there's there's a lot of connection here because clearly the Marlins and Cardinals train at the same facility in Jupiter and have done so for many, many years. So while I cannot say that Skip and I were buddies, I definitely had the opportunity to interview him several times uh, as a member of the Cardinals. So this is kind of interesting to see him sort of, you know, jumping across the field at Roger Dean Stadium and now and into the Marlins clubhouse. But certainly I, I definitely think that this was a much needed change in voice, even Don Mattingly, who uh, left the organization or at least appears to have left the organization. I think that you're looking at someone who's going to create a new culture and someone who embodies what the Marlins are trying to be, which is hardworking, playing with your hair on fire, uh, you know, obviously playing like this is the last game you'll ever play in baseball. I mean, this is the way that Skip played. They would like to see that energy, that enthusiasm, and I, I think most importantly, create a clubhouse culture and environment that cr- that creates an idea of players want to play for the Marlins because that has been a difficulty too in free agency. So I think he embodies all of those things. And there's no question, at least from the industry at this point, Randy, it seems like a big win. Hey, Craig, you talked about creating a culture. And, and I want to know how important is that, you know, not only for the, the team on the field, but for the fans in the stadiums to get more butts in seats. How, much, how important is that culture to, to be able to have more attendance and more fans showing up to games? You know, that's a great question. And I don't know that that will be solved in three months or one year. I, I, I just can't say that is the case because, we're at the point where looking at the situation in terms of fans where, I mean, you saw Aaron Judge chasing down 62 home runs. But let's not forget Miami had a guy doing that a few years ago in Giancarlo Stanton, and people were not showing up for those games either. So I think this has to be more of a long-term view toward winning and sustainable winning. And obviously they have not done any of that in the past five years. So I, I think a fun environment in the clubhouse and creating good chemistry is something that could potentially lead to some winning. Um, good players are going to lead to some winning, too. They're going to have to get some of those, too. And if that does happen, then I think the fans will come back. But right now, there's definitely that degree of apathy that has set in based on the results the last few years. And so the Marlins uh, on the field certainly will earn respect with some wins, 
And if that happens, I think the fans will return. But I don't think that there's any guarantee of that until we start to see that happen, regardless of the culture that is built. Craig Mish covers the Marlins. He joins Kerry Davis and Randy Carricker on 101 ESPN. You talked about getting better players, and one thing that we've seen a lot of is Skip is a great teacher. How is the, the raw talent on hand? How far away is Miami from perhaps being competitive? Well, they thought they would be competitive last year. And the reason why they thought that is because they had this elite pitching staff, which definitely proved to be they're going to have the Cy Young Award winner, who you guys are quite familiar with. Mm-hmm. And, in, and in addition to that, they uh, went out and they signed Avisel Garcia and Jorge Soler. And to say that those two underperformed for a myriad of reasons would be an understatement. And also, you could make the argument their best player, Jazz Chisholm Jr., who made the All-Star team, didn't play a single game in the second half. Um, injuries are going to happen to every team, and I'm not willing to say that injuries are the reason why the Marlins lost as many games as they did, but it was a contributing factor. What they're going to have to do, in my opinion, is find players via trade, guys, via trade that you know potentially are playing in the last year of their contract, last couple of years of their deal, that are playing for their baseball lives. I mean, to put it mildly. Because, unfortunately, the free agents they've signed in the last few years have all gotten paid and have not produced. It just hasn't happened at all here. At all, literally. So uh, a different approach is needed, and I think that's where Skip comes in. Hey, let's find guys who are willing to play hard every day and grind out 162. And if that happens, hey, you'll get a big payday at the end of the season. And I think Skip can instill that. I'm hoping for that. Now, Craig, I don't know that the Cardinals and the Marlins are a good match. And Skip, obviously, knowing the Cardinals, uh, would be able to to help out here. My question is, with a guy like Tyler O'Neill, who, like Chisholm last year, he, he barely played, and he's had his injury issues. But is that the kind of guy that organizationally he can play center field. He hit 34 home runs two years ago. Would that be a kind of guy that the Marlins would gamble on in his last two years before free agency? I think I don't know if it's the player, Randy, that we're talking about here, but I think the example is a solid one. A player that knows what is on the horizon if they perform well at the major league level. Now, Tyler also was a Gold Glove Award winner a couple years ago, and I don't want to take anything away from his game because he's a very good player and injuries have definitely stymied basically his entire career with the exception of one. Um, I I think another thing that they would like to attack is they have a ballpark that has been hard to figure out for a lot of players. It has not been hard for Pete Alonso, and it has not been hard for Mookie Betts. (laughs) But they come in, guys, for five uh, games a year, leave with a couple home runs and say, oh, I can hit a home run there. What happens when you go into a funk? at Lone Depot Park for 30, 40, 50 games. It starts to get in your head a little bit. So I think some gap-to-gap hitters may be an attack as well. And uh, look, a recipe for success in today's game is not going to be getting singles hitters, seven of your nine guys. I don't care what they try to attempt. They're going to have to have three or four guys in the lineup like an O'Neal. But I do think bat-to-ball skills is going to be very important, and I think they would like to get less swing and miss in that lineup. And I don't know that O'Neal is a is you know is a perfect candidate in no, terms he, of that. But he's not. not. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. Hey Craig, I'm I'm looking at 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 you all's roster over the past few years, and you all have had some stars there. You had Rio Muto, you've had Giancarlo Stanton, Starlin Castro. You, you've had guys that have come through that organization that have played well and, and gone on to other places and performed well. How important is it is is Skip's job to to make sure that you when those guys do come there that you're winning games and that they. T- they decide to re-sign there and stay there. 
Well, look, you know, five years ago, we're talking about a completely different situation. Um, we're talking about, at the time, if you remember, Derek Jeter was the CEO of the team, and, and he and the ownership group led by Bruce Sherman came in, and they essentially decided, um, in a way, or at least led by Jeter, that if you don't want to be here, we're going to trade you. And in, in the one notion, you look at that and say, okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, if you don't want to be here, but we, we may want to take a step back from trading all these guys and maybe get the best deal possible before we do these deals. Now, in fairness uh, to Jeter in this spot, they did do a phenomenal deal with uh, Ozuna, unfortunately, guys. Mm-hmm. You guys ended up getting the raw deal on that <laughs> one. Um, and, and so, it, it, you know, it's sort, I think all the trades sort of evened out, but you can't fall victim to – and I think this is what the Marlins have fallen victim to, especially with them signing Avisil Garcia in the offseason. Oh, this guy wants to be here, or this guy wants to play here. I'm sorry. You now have Skip Schumacher as your manager. I don't care who wants to be here or not. We want to find guys that are going to play hard, whether they want to play in Miami or play in Seattle. It shouldn't make any difference whatsoever. And I think, unfortunately, with the Yelich deal, it's kind of what happened. Uh, fortunately for them, cooler heads prevailed with JT, uh, who's now going to go chase a World Series down, by the way. Um, that deal did not work out for them as well. They did hang on to him for an extra year. I think they could have ended up keeping him, by the way, in the long term. It's just uh, they didn't do it. But it's a new day now. Jeter's no longer here. Uh, you know, this is fully Kim Eng's show. And uh, and we're going to see what she's what she can do this year because, hey, look, this is uh, the last year of her deal, too. So definitely some pressure to get better this season, no doubt. And finally, Craig Mish, what about ownership? Is the support going to be there for Kim Ng to pull off what she needs to pull off to make the team competitive? Well, I I think there's going to be a different approach. I don't know that the ownership group is, you know, a a lot of people talked about the Marlins last offseason saying they were, you know, put in a position to fail, but the ownership did approve 50 plus million dollars to Avisail Garcia and close to $40 million for Jorge Soler. They also uh, extended Sandy Alcantara uh, for $50 million too. So look at all that money that was committed to players. It is not Yankee-style. It is not Dodger-style. But it's ahead of Cleveland and Pittsburgh and Tampa and Oakland and Cincinnati. And I can keep going. They tried to win last year. They made the wrong choices. So the question is, can Kim make the right choices this offseason via trade, via free agency. Long story short, she'll be fully supported. It is her show right now, financially speaking. Randy, I can't sit here and tell you they're going to recommit another $100 million this offseason. I personally don't think that's going to happen, but she has the full reign of taking some of these pitching prospects and trading them to other teams for players. Guys, I think we could both agree. Did we have any clue that Cincinnati was going to trade their whole roster last year? <laughs> no, no. And, and Oakland going to trade their whole roster? Oh, who's it going to be this year? You tell me. Kim should call that team. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Craig, great stuff. Hey, I, I can tell you this. A, we're going to keep a close eye on the Marlins closer because Skip is there. But you're going to love covering Skip Schumacher. He's just a, a terrific human being, a, a real good family man, and like I said, a great teacher and a great baseball man. So you'll enjoy him. Great job on covering the story, and I'm sure we'll talk soon. As always, guys, thank you so much for having me, and have a great day. You too, Craig. Take care. That is Craig Mish, and he does a lot. MLB Network, Miami Herald, the Swings and Mishes podcast, and he is as tied in with the Marlins as anybody. He knows what's going on. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. 
Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.